This is the Sermon Podcast of Lord of Life Lutheran Church in Columbus, Ohio, where we proclaim God's extravagant grace, radical inclusion, and relentless compassion. Join us for worship Sundays at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., or 11.15 a.m. For more information, please visit our website at www.acceptingall.com. This is the Holy Gospel according to Luke, the third chapter. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Iturea and Trachonitis, Lysanias, the ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise it's good to be with you all today. I joked at the first service that the only reason I'm preaching is because Pastor Jim was trying to get avoid having to pronounce all those names like I just had to get through. <laughs> but regardless, it's good to be with you. Anyone who has ever tried to spend a night sleeping at a hospital knows they are very noisy places. Last summer, I spent many noisy nights at Nationwide Children's Hospital where I was an on-call chaplain. My job was to respond with the rest of the medical team to any incoming traumas. You can imagine the wild scene of a trauma bay. First, the loud beeping of a pager would grab my attention I would rush to a hospital room. When I got there, everyone would already be giving loud medical instructions. The noise would build as people would try to talk over the sound of rushing alarms and medical equipment. At the same time, in order to keep the patient warm enough, the temperature in that room would also be raised to about 90 degrees. And so heats, alarms, voices, all would be building up. And added to that would be the anxious cries of families who wanted to know if their loved one would be all right. It was constant noise, constant alarms, constant anxiety. And then I would be standing there in the middle of it, the chaplain, and I would wonder... What does faith have to say in a world that is already so loud with chaos? How can the good news of Jesus be heard in this place of overwhelming sound? Today's gospel features a single voice rising out of the wilderness. John steps up to deliver the news that the whole world has been yearning for. Listen to me, I'm begging you, he says. I've got a story that will change your life. This is never before heard news of forgiveness of sins and salvation. And it is easy to hear this single, hopeful voice of John on a Sunday morning here at Lord of Life. When the gospel is read, we stand up, we totally focus our attention on whoever is reading, and that moment is honored with a quiet reverence. However, listening becomes complicated when the outside world starts to sound a lot like that trauma room at the hospital. Life is not so neat and quiet as a sanctuary. The hum of consumerism at Christmas drowns out his voice. 
the sound again of violent gunfire in our country drowns out his voice. Verbal battles about refugees and political crises drown out his voice. Statistic reports that the church is dying drown out his voice. Even the smaller noises of cell phone alerts, sports highlights, TV ads, all these come together and overshadow the hopeful voice crying out to us. An enthusiastic, locust-eating John meets us every second Sunday of Advent. Please, he asks, can you hear my message of redemption? The kingdom of God is rushing toward you. So often the distractions are too loud, we miss the message. I had one trauma visit this summer that reversed that trend. I had been paged to a room in the NICU, and I walked in to find an elderly woman lying down on the floor. She was crying quietly. She told me Jesus said he was coming when the pain was worse, so I'm staying awake and I'm waiting for him to show up. I think my most honest moment of ministry last summer was when I walked into that room. I sat down on the floor beside her in the silence and we waited together for Jesus. We found a quiet sanctuary in that loud hospital. We gave room for God to speak. We forgot the alarms of a world for a moment, and there was John, still speaking hope into the wilderness that often refuses to hear him. When all that background noise fades, when the pages of your life go quiet, whatever they are, faith does have something to say amidst trauma. John the Baptist has something to say. John's voice rises to our ears from the refreshing banks of the Jordan. All flesh, he says, shall see the salvation of God. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. What a remarkable sentence of scripture. Advent lovingly meets us each year in the frenzy of December. It doesn't matter that we couldn't prepare the road like John asked. Of course, we ended up doing the opposite. We rejected Jesus out of jealousy and hatred. We brutally murdered him on a cross. Grace is too big. God's love is too wildly extravagant, as you like to say it, Lord of life. The Holy Spirit is not held back by our crooked roads, the mountains we build, the valleys we dig ourselves into. The good news of Advent is that regardless of our inability to build a road good enough for the Savior of the world, he is always showing up anyway. The kingdom of God is rushing toward us. We are promised again and again that Jesus is coming. And when life seems to be at its coldest and darkest season, Advent calls us to listen to this message of hope, to listen in winter darkness, to listen even in the world's darkness of climate change, of gun violence, governors closing doors on refugees, to listen and hear John's good news that all people are going to see salvation. The sound of the kingdom of God, it turns out, is the sound of new life a baby being born, a savior resurrected from the grave and greeting disciples with the sound of peace be with you. I think the reality is that there is no message of sound more needed right now than John promising salvation to a world gone mad with fear. When it feels like this earth is tilted on an axis of sin, where shootings happen at places that care for the most vulnerable, where ice caps are weeping because of the rising heat of earth, Where the Exodus refugee wanders without hope of welcome, I am so hungry to hear this promise. All flesh, every human will be lifted from their graves. All creation will see salvation. 
Now, the promise of, God, of John does not shield us of all pain. It did not shield the two of us on the floor of that hospital room that night when the child in the room did not survive. There was painful grief, painful suffering. But before that happened, an elderly African-American Pentecostal woman and a 23-year-old white Lutheran male came together to call upon God to radically and intimately enter that room in baptism. We had faith because God comes through with what God has promised. As ugly as the world can look, as ugly as premature death, God has promised through John sitting next to the Jordan that all people will see salvation. The promise is new life. This is enough for me. And actually, this is more than enough. This is the hope of my entire life. This is why I can get out of bed the morning after traumatic news and keep going. I believe, we believe, the kingdom of God is rushing toward us. And you will see it even today. A living, resurrected God meets you right here in the palm of your hand. In a bit of bread and a sip of wine, we get a little glimpse of John's words coming true. We see salvation in the living body of Christ. And then we hold hands together to feel that living body in our neighbors. Advent invites you to hear a different story than the alarms and trauma that get so loud in the world. John speaks to offer the promise of the kingdom that is coming. And I believe it's already happening. We see the glimpse at Eucharist, and I hear glimpses of the kingdom all the time here at Lord of Life Church. I hear the kingdom coming at church council meetings when decisions are made based on God's mission of reaching the world with abundant love. I hear the kingdom coming every time a middle or high school student has the brave guts to stand up to their achievement-driven coach and say, no, I will not practice year-round, but instead I'm going on a summer mission experience. I hear the kingdom coming every time there's a grand banquet of hot food at Faith Mission or 12 cookies in a prison cell. I hear the kingdom coming every time the gay men's chorus is welcomed here without hesitation to sing praise songs to Jesus. These are glimpses of the kingdom that we are promised. The kingdom that is rushing toward us to establish wholeness for the entire world. May God grant you moments of sacred silence this Advent. Moments to rest and listen to the good news proclaimed by John. To sit on the ground, to wait patiently for Jesus. John says, Jesus is coming. And we're all going to see salvation. Hallelujah.